Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. I have been looking forward to talking about this episode and this issue for a very long time. Now, the issue that I'm going to be addressing tonight is the song by Beyonce, Wizkid, and um, St. John, Brown Skin Girl, and why it's so culturally significant. I don't know if you've ever heard the expression, um, you had to be there. So, you know, you go somewhere and you're telling somebody about the experience and they're just not getting it while you're so excited and you just end it with, you had to be there. And I feel similarly with this song, you know, you try to explain it to somebody. Why is this so important? And why does it matter that she's singing about brown skin girls and either they get it or they don't. Um, it is very culturally important. I think the fact that she sings this song and a lot of people are, you know, are saying, hey, it's great. And some are saying, no, it's not. I've certainly heard mixed reviews. And I think the fact that Beyonce is such a cultural icon and the fact that she's singing it and she's written this love letter, shall we say, to Brown Skin Girl, so it is very important. We live in a culture that is very celebrity obsessed. Um, they take their cues from celebrities. So if we have somebody this famous, you know, acknowledging and highlighting it, maybe it will give those who have overlooked Brown Skin Girl a chance to take a second look. Now, if you listen to my first episode where I talked about who sets the standard of beauty, I addressed it a little bit. Um, You know, colorism is something that happens in the African-American community. It does happen in all community, but especially in the African-American community, I have had challenges with that. And I talked about, you know, as a little girl growing up and not having lighter complexion and not being seen as beautiful because I had the darker complexion. And, you know, a lot of times people will say to me that I do take it too seriously. And I don't think I do. I have two little girls and one happens to be light skin and one happens to be dark skin. And I'll get, you know, questions and actually quite rude comments sometimes I feel in regards to, you know, my darker skin daughter. And I do stand up and address it right away because I don't want her to get a complex about her skin and about her complexion. And I have had very important and significant conversation with my kids in regards to their skin color. You know, recently I took my daughters to the African American Museum in Washington just for them to see the history and the culture. And, you know, one of the things that we saw that was there and she asked me about was the brown paper bag. And that was in the museum. Now, the brown paper bag was a test that started in the 1900s, you know, where a black person had to compare themselves to a brown paper bag. And if they were darker than the brown paper bag, then they were excluded. So if you don't know about it, please read up about it. But they were excluded and, you know, a lot of different places use this to exclude them. So it was an inclusion issue. So I had this conversation with my daughter and she certainly thought that was, you know, eye opening. And my daughters are 12 and six, in case I haven't said that before. You know, I had another conversation with her when, you know, there was an episode of Blackish with Diane being, you know, the darker one in the family and, you know, in the school picture her came out. And I've certainly had those conversation where the pictures don't come out, you know, shining on my darker skinned daughter, just, you know, for whatever reason. So I've had really 
interested in, I think, intense conversations with my kid. And I think they could certainly handle it because the world will educate them if you don't. And I certainly want to give them an opportunity to have all the facts. So we were in Washington. We had this conversation. I think it was very important for me to have that conversation with her. And, you know, I remember my daughter um, a few weeks ago, you know, she said to me, we, she had just had her braids taken out and her hair hadn't grown how she thought it would. And she said to me, you know, mom, do you think my hair didn't grow because I'm dark skin? And I said, what? And, you know, that was out of left field for me. I didn't expect that question. And I said, no, hon, your hair didn't grow because, you know, you didn't take care of it and you pulled it out less than a month or, you know, whatever. But, you know, it did grow some. And, but that really said to me, this is a conversation that I needed to have with her consistently over and over again for her to understand, you know, just the beauty of her skin. And I'm not saying that she didn't, but the fact that she thought that that was one of the reasons because society does make it seem as if, if you have darker skin, you are lesser than. So when I heard the song, um, you know, Brown Skin Girl by Beyonce, I had her listen to the song and I, you know, asked her her thought and I had a really interesting conversation with my two kids in regards to this. And I, you know, I've, I've thought about, should I post it on my YouTube channel? So I'm actually thinking about this, but there is, um, there's just a couple of lines that I want to go over in the song. And it says, you know, Brown Skin Girl, your skin just like pearls and forgive me, I'm not a singer, so I'm not going to sing it. And, you know, I don't want to go into that copyright infringement thing the best thing in the world, never trade you for anybody else. Singing brown skin girl, your skin just like pearls, the best thing in the world. I never trade you for anybody else. And you know, that line and she's like, oh, okay. So I said, you know, continue listening to the song. And I actually had her, you know, pull the lyrics up so she can see it and she can read it because a lot of times you are listening to song and you get caught up in the, um, just the melody and you get caught up in all of that and you don't really truly hear the words. So I said, I really want you to listen to it. And then I want you to read the words. And my daughter's an awesome singer, by the way. And maybe one day I'll bring her on and have her, you know, sing for me, but I will not be the one that will be singing. Um, another line was brown skin girl, your skin, just like pearls, you're back against the world. And it's the same you know, like the, the previous verse, I'll never trade you for anybody else. Um, and then there was this part that Beyonce sings, pulls like a trophy when Naomi's walk in. She need an Oscar for that pretty dark skin, pretty like Lupita when the cameras close in. Drip broke the living when my Kelly's rolled in. I think tonight she might braid her braids. Melanin too dark to throw her shade. She minds her business and winds her waist. Um, and, you know, it goes back to brown skin girls, your lips just like pearls. And there is one significant part I also want to highlight. Oh, have you looked in the mirror lately? And this was part was by Beyonce. Wish you could trade eyes with me because there's complexities in complexion, but your skin, it glows like diamonds. Dig me like the earth. You be given birth. Took everything in life. Baby, know your worth. I love everything about you from your nappy curls to every single curve. Your body natural. Same skin that was broken. Be the same skin taking over. Most things out of focus but you're in the room, they notice you because you're beautiful. Yeah, you're beautiful. And the song does end with Beyonce's daughter um, 
Blue Ivy Carter singing your skin just like Pearl, best thing in the world. I never trade you for anybody else. And I truly, truly love that song. I love the lyrics. I love what it represents. I love how many people are reacting to it. I saw so many different videos of young girls um, just dancing to this song because, you know, somebody is singing about them. You know, representation is important. Inclusion is important. And as I have little girls and I am raising them and, you know, the fact that they're different complexions, I am very mindful of the things they listen to. I'm very mindful of when people say things, how I address it. And truthfully, maybe I don't have to address every time somebody highlights something that makes it seems like my darker skinned daughter is inferior. Um, but I think it's important for her and I want her to hear that. And sometimes I'll have people say, I didn't notice anything, but I noticed and she noticed, which is the more important thing. And then her little sister noticed and her six-year-old said to me, you know, why are they always talking about my light skin? Um, Bella is just as beautiful. So my daughter is Bella, just in case you didn't pick up on that. You know, why are they always talking about my light skin? You know, Bella is just as beautiful. And, you know, we've gone on vacations and my kids, kids tan very easily. I do use sunscreen, but they tan very easily. And a couple of times I've gotten back and the remark that people will say is, my goodness, she got dark. So my darker skin got a daughter got darker and then my light skin daughter got darker. And, you know, I'm like, okay, I, I don't see anything wrong with my kids. They're just completely beautiful. And I think, you know, in the African-American community, there is a lot of, um, shall I say, truth telling, or there is a lot of boldness and, you know, they'll ask you something plain out. And I do appreciate directness, but I think we do have to caution ourselves a lot of times, you know, when we're talking to little girls, we just have to ensure that the things that we say represents them in a positive light. Now, I know a lot of ladies that have bleached their skin and they used to be dark and they're no longer dark and that's their issue. They will have to deal with that in a real way. But for me and for my kids, who I feel is beautiful in any complexions, I want them to celebrate themselves. And, you know, that's why I thought that it was worth having an episode talking about just this song, the cultural significance of this song, you know, why so many dark skinned girls are reacting to this song and how beautiful they, they feel just hearing it because truthfully, it's not something that they heard often that they were beautiful. It's like, you know, you're dark and I get it right now. There is a lot of, you know, beautiful dark-skinned black women celebrating their truths and I love it and but it wasn't always the way and I appreciate that and that's why like I said I wanted to highlight that song and just the words in that song and how helpful it was and how important was to see that and to talk to my kids about it and to have conversation with family members that I know that are dark skinned that struggle with, um, self-esteem issues because they think that they're too dark. So to have a conversation with a family member to say, you know, Hey, you're beautiful. And it doesn't mean that they're beautiful just because Beyonce told them that they're beautiful. They're beautiful. And, you know, I've always told them that, but 
I will tell you them listening to this song and them just singing the words and reading the words made a world of difference to them. So I, I appreciate it now. So I'm just going to call it Beyonce's love letter to dark skin girl. And all I want to say is thank you. Now I want to just put a message out there to you guys. I think people are beautiful in whatever shade they come in, right? Dark, light, tan, whatever their shade. And I think we should just celebrate people and stop judging them and, you know, letting them feel like they're less than because their skin is darker or their skin is lighter. I mean, you're dark, you're light. It is what it is, you know truthfully most of the times we had nothing to do with it unless we chose to darken our skin or lighten our skin that's just the way we were born so I don't worry too much about it you know funny enough I remember when I had my daughter um my last daughter the lighter skin one and hopefully I'll move on from having to describe them as different you know, the light-skinned daughter and the dark-skinned daughter. They're beautiful girls. They're Bella and Ella. I say that in the realm of the episodes. I say that to describe, you know, the issue um, because I certainly don't go around calling them that. But because of the episodes that I've been doing and have been talking about, it was important to point those pieces out so that you could understand where I was coming from. But Anyway, so when I had my daughter, Ella, she was very light-skinned. I mean, very light-skinned when she came home from the hospital. And the comments that people made to me were just amazing. A lot of times they ask me if, you know, her father was white. Um, Did she have white mixed in with the family? And then I remember one day I was at the hairdresser and this young lady, I never met her a day in my life. And she came over and, you know, she just said to me, oh, oh, your daughter is so pretty. Is her father white? I said, oh, I hope not because I gave her to the black guy. You know, she was looking at me all shocked, but I cracked up because, you know, sometimes you have to find humor in situations, right? But just stop pointing out people's skin complexion when you meet them. You know, you don't have to point out that they're light skin. You don't have to point out that they're dark. Just simply point out that they're beautiful or truthfully, if you don't have anything to say, you know, that old expression, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. It's okay to say nothing at all. And to those of my listeners who don't understand, you know, what I'm talking about, I apologize that you don't understand um, what I'm talking about, but I will encourage you to find out. So the apology is not apologizing for, you know, anything that I did. It's just apologizing that we live in a culture that we don't have information about the struggles of a race um, or an entire class of people. So, but what I want to encourage you to do is find out about it, research about it, talk to somebody about it and stop making assumptions. So celebrate dark skin girls. Absolutely celebrate light-skinned girls absolutely as a matter of fact celebrate whoever you are and I also do want to point something out because this is also something else that I had discussed with someone 
the song celebrating dark skinned girl is not saying light skinned girls are lesser than you can celebrate who you are without it impacting anybody else. So it's not against. It is just a song simply celebrating the beauty of dark-skinned girls. So I think I've talked about that quite a bit. And, you know, as I do more episodes, I'm certainly going to bring that up again because my kids are a big part of my life. So a lot of times the conversations that I have with them are going to play into this podcast. So I hope you can bear with me in the upcoming weeks. You are going to learn a lot about me and my family, what I stand for, um, you know, why I started a podcast and, you know, I'll have guests on the shows and things like that. So I am married. I have two beautiful little girls. Um, their names are Sarah Jessica and Sophia Grace. I do call them Bella and Ella. That is a family name. And I do talk about them quite often because they do make me very happy. And a lot of my conversations, um, I do have these deep conversations with them. I started at a very early age with each of them. And I've had some very interesting conversations with them. And I will tell you, kids have no filter. So they will ask you something and they will remember what you told them. So I'm also very mindful of that. Like my six-year-old, she will remember everything. So I never promise her something because that I'm not going to fulfill because she'll remind me at a later date. So I had fun talking about this issue. Um, well, I'm not even sure if fun is the word that I'd say, but I felt encouraged talking about this issue. I felt encouraged that this is a conversation that is happening more and more. I felt encouraged that more people are getting um, the fact that it's a conversation that needs to be had. It's a conversation that needs to be addressed. Now, I mentioned earlier about the brown paper bag test. Um, that was something that happened so long ago. But do we live in a culture where that could come back? And I know the rhetoric right now that is out there, there is so much hate and vitriol that is out there on social media all over that it seems like a very likely possibility if they don't actually bring that back, but you are being judged on the color of your skin. And I just want to encourage you, my listeners, to please don't judge anyone based on the color of their skill. Just be inclusive and love everybody. It will make this world a lot happier. So I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope um, more than anything else, it encouraged you to think. It encouraged you to have some conversations with some loved one, perhaps. And it will encourage you to think, you know, before you say something that could possibly offend somebody. So I'm looking forward to the next episode. So I hope you are too. Have a great day.